am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I caught you off guard. You did. I was not ready. (laughs) What the hell is happening? (laughs) Yay. So happy that worked for us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the pod. This is a milestone. Episode 20. Woohoo! Episode 20, season two. I think we're rocking and rolling. We got a hang of this now. I think we do. I think we're profesh. We can say we're profesh. Sure. <laughs> I mean, everybody else out here pretending they something they not, so. We Let's might go. as well do the same, right? Right. Welcome back. My name is Manny. And I'm Sean. And together we make... The, the Moss, Moss Podcast. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was off. No, don't that do was that. really bad pitch. Thank you for noticing. Um, you know, I know how to correct myself when I do something wrong, <laughs> sir. Was that shade? If you took it as shade, then maybe it was. <laughs> anyway, but thank you all for joining us once again here on the Moss Podcast. It's listeners like you that uh, keep us going. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, they did what now? I don't know. I was trying to make a cute commercial. It didn't work. Whatever. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have you back. It is Friday the 13th. It's too early for that. They were talking about that at the barbershop earlier today. Talking about what? Like, is there a history meaning behind... I'm sure there is. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't know either. A quick Google search. And, well, they didn't want to spend time on that. So <laughs> I left the barbershop not knowing. Oh, my God. And how good is it to get a haircut after three weeks of it no haircut? Feels amazing. I know. It's not a world problem, but it is. Uh, it brings me joy. Having no, a nice haircut. You feel, when you get a haircut, I feel like you've feel yourself you feel 10 times better about yourself and your appearance and it just gives you that extra boost of confidence i know like like i'm ready to go on vacation because we are going on vacation (laughs) (laughs) so how's your week going it's been a good week um it's been a very chill week so i'm thankful for that work has been good um and yeah, it's, it's been a pretty good week. Had a therapy session this week. So, yeah, things are good. How about yourself? Um, my week has been good. Um, I'm trying to open this and it will not open. Why didn't you open it before we started? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm a little mad. Um, it's been a good week. Uh, it's been very busy at work. Um, nothing crazy to report. I'm just officially on vacation and that's great. Yay! Oh, it's birthday weekend. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Feliz cumpleaños a ti. Oh my God, yes. Snaps for <laughs> you. <laughs> Pulling that shit off. Yes. Anyways, so we're excited about that. But um, I was totally auditioning for Hamilton, as you guys heard at the beginning. And um, I don't think you made the cut. No shade. <laughs> Don't be a bitch. (laughs) Um, We went last Friday to see Hamilton. The Angelica Company tour. What is it called? I don't know. I'm really trying to open this can if you guys. Oh, my God. Can you just open it? I can't. Can you open it for me? Anyways, so last Friday we went to see (laughs) Hamilton, an American musical. Yes. Did y'all hear that? We do not condone underage drinking. Who's underage? Here? I don't know. It could be an underage person uh, listening to us. You ain't their parents. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I need. I have a duty to be responsible. And if you guys can hear the drink, <laughs> it is my favorite Cayman Jack Margarita Strawberry Margarita. I'm so happy that you are starting your birthday weekend off. Yeah, I'm like, I need a drink for this podcast. <laughs> so. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, we did go see Hamilton last Friday. It was our second time seeing it. Um, it's a completely different cast. Mm. And that is good. Thoroughly Sorry. enjoyed it. It was a good time. I enjoyed the, this cast take 
on the characters because every company does it differently. Like every actor portrays that character mm-hmm. in a slightly different way, yeah. even though the lyrics and the words that they say are the same. The way that they perform it, the personality they give to that character, the little intricacies that they do, like in the dancing and like improvising things. Like I felt like this cast did a really great job. Yeah. I really enjoyed them. Uh, It did take me a few seconds to be like, okay, Manny, get the CD out of your head or the, (laughs) the Broadway recording and take the other cast out of your brain because these are new people and they're going to interpret it differently. But like you said, it's the same show, but you know, they may do a different riff or a different I don't know, movement in the show that just makes it a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, so this cast did a very, very, very good job with that. Love to see all the culture up there, which Hamilton's known for, but um, it was great seeing that on. And I enjoyed it. It was, um, it was nice. It was full. It was full. And... Yeah, we, we prepaid parking and we parked in this garage that we, we parked in the we first We do not need to tell them time. that story. And exiting the parking garage, somebody decided that we should just go through this random door to get to the street, which we did. But we wound up being behind the parking garage and had to walk a little bit to get to the stress center with some shady characters outside. But, you know, it was fine. Right, Nanny? <laughs> it was not a random door. It was a door located in the parking garage. Yeah, but it was on the complete opposite side of where we needed to be. It doesn't matter. You got to see the dark <laughs> side of downtown Tampa. You're welcome. <laughs> and here are two very semi-well-dressed guys uh, walking down. Okay. Sketchy part of downtown Tampa. I didn't realize how far out it would have taken us. It was pretty wild. Yeah. So next time, what will we do? We'll just walk down the little we'll, ramp. We'll walk down the ramp and potentially get hit by a car. Sure. I mean, if they hit you, you roll on that hood and you got stress tickets for you the rest <laughs> of your life. But anyways, if you see Hamilton coming to a theater near you, uh, do yourself a favor. Go check it out. Some people love it. Some don't. Uh, it For those that don't know, there is rapping. The 90% of the show. I mean, if you don't know what Hamilton is at this point, then I'm not not sure why you are going to go see it. (laughs) Like, you you should know what it is and know what it's about. And, you know, so there's no surprises for you. Yeah. So check it out. Tickets are considerably cheaper now than they were a couple years ago. So do yourself a favor. Check it out. Enjoy it. Tell us what you think. I think it's one of the greatest musicals on... On Broadway, and nobody can tell me differently. Yeah, don't don't tell me Cats is great and Hamilton sucks. We'll have to fight. <sighs> Anyways, so in the spirit of season two, we're we're changing, not changing, we're structuring uh, our pod a little differently, and we're going to have a standing topic. Is that what I'm calling it? I mean. Sure. Uh, An ongoing segment. Thank you. An ongoing segment. This is why we're not on video, because (laughs) Sean's faces are like darts through my body. I can't help what my face does. I don't. It's out of my control. I mean, it's fine. I've been putting it up for 18 years, so. (laughs) Boo-hoo-hoo for you. Uh, So our standing segment is called. The issue on the table. Okay, let's try that again. I wasn't ready. Like you, anyway, you need to ahead. stay ready. That's the problem. You need to stay ready. Go ahead. Our new segment. <laughs> okay, here we go. See, this is fun. You guys get to hear the craziness. Unless okay. I cut it out, then you don't won't. cut it out. This is fun. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Our standings. <laughs> Why? Why is it standing? I don't know. That's the word you use. I did not. I said our ongoing segment. You oh. use the word standing. Oh, I guess I don't like change. Our (laughs) ongoing segment is... The Issue on the Table. I'll do it. The Issue on the Table. (laughs) We promise we'll get through it a lot faster next time. (laughs) Because we won't have to do all that. (laughs) Anyway, so this is our new ongoing... Did I use the right word? Yes. Ongoing segment. Uh, And it could be a variety of topics. Yeah, it's basically... It'll just be whatever... 
the big talking point is for that week. And we have one this week. Yeah. <laughs> I think Hamilton uh, has a has a musical number on there that fits our first topic. And it goes, you don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. <laughs> Something like that. Mm. Yeah. So if you don't know, now you know. We're talking about. Oh, that's a Hamilton line too. I'm aware. That's why I said it. We're talking about <laughs> McCarthy and his, I don't know, what do you call it? His desperation to desperation become Speaker for, of the House. Yes. Desperation for power. And the Republicans in fighting with each other. So it took 15 ballots across four days. Three or four or five. Uh, it felt like a fucking movie. It felt like forever in a day. Actually, we went to go see Hamilton on Friday, and that's when they came back at 10 o'clock that night. And he did not. And he didn't win. So It was the one they did close to midnight. Okay. So, yeah, it was funny watching Hamilton, and they were like, you don't have the votes. And I was like, hmm, yep, he's not passing. <laughs> But anyways, uh, Mr. McCarthy, the gentleman from California, finally on vote number 15, got enough Republicans to vote for him and enough became Republicans to vote for him and enough to stay present. Yes. Uh, <laughs> not all of them voted for him. They just lowered the threshold. Right. So he could become Speaker of the House. Um, so Mr. McCarthy is now your nightmare for the next two years. Uh, well, we don't know that for sure. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> because, you know, in his quest for power, he gave up a lot of power. Yeah. And one of those is the motion that uh, anybody in the House can now request to fire him, I guess, is, is what I would say, or remove the speaker. Uh, whereas before it needed a majority. Now it's, you know, I can just be like, well, he pissed me off today. Uh, Madam Clerk, I call for the removal of the Speaker of the House. Don't they still have to vote, though? They still have to vote, but before you needed a majority just to bring the motion. Uh, no, anybody could just bring it. It'd be funny if they just bring it, like, every twice a month just for fun. I mean... Just for shits and giggles. There ain't, shit ain't getting done for the next two years anyways. <laughs> so, it, it won't hurt. I mean, this whole thing was the very definition of political theater because a lot of the grandstanding came from some extremist Republicans, I would say. Um, the normal ones, Boebert, Gates. Um, Marjorie. Marjorie was actually on board with McCarthy, which is why her and Boebert were going back and forth. Oh, that's right. Yes. Thank you for correcting my fact. No problem. Um yeah, she, but for her, it seems like it's more of a power grab because she wants to be on committee or she wants, yeah, she wants to be a part of a committee. Right. And so it seems like she got on board early with McCarthy just so that she would be in his good graces. And when the time comes, you know, she'll be put on a committee and have more power right. or be taken more seriously because I frankly don't believe most of the party takes these people seriously. Um, most of them were, you know, Trump, heavy Trump supporters. Right. And Trump heavily bolstered them up. Mm -hmm. And and they're still here. And I feel like the rest of the, the, the part of the Republican Party that has their shit together and believe that, you know, January 6th was his fault. He lost the election and you were just dragging their good Republican name through the mud. I believe most of them think of them as extremists that they don't really want in the party. Yeah. But here they the, are. The MAGA. Just call them what they are. The MAGA. <laughs> Republic. Now, don't get me wrong. I still think a majority of them are shit. But the MAGA is the greater danger to democracy For sure. here in the United States. It was interesting that um, Representative Matt Rosendell of Montana said, over the past 15 years, the process that we have been, the, the process that we use has been dramatically broken. 
He said, while voicing frustration that Congress has concentrated power in the hands of a few. And I'm like, well, there's 218 of you and 20-ish of you held complete control of the vote and got pretty much what they wanted. So nothing changed. A minority of a party held all of the power in that vote. I mean, essentially, that's how democracy works. But, I mean, the same thing happened to the Dems for most of Biden's um, first First term. I mean, Kristen Sentimentos Crunch and (laughs) Joe Manchin basically held us hostage from getting shit approved and passed. Finally, they got on board towards the end. But I mean, and we did, he did get a lot of things passed. But, you know, it was getting down to the wire. Yeah, it was like end of 2021. We were passing bills. <sighs> annoying. It, it was annoying. But so in, in addition to remove or the motion to vacate, um, it's called the no confidence vote. Mm. Got my facts there. <laughs> um, there were some other things that they they passed. One is single subject bills, a 72-hour publication of bill. I thought that was actually good. Like, you should have plenty of time to read right. what you're going to vote on. Yeah. Not just vote on it by cliff notes. Right. But, I but this is... Um, some of y'all going to read it anyway. Right. Apparently, it has been a rule, but it's easily waived. Now, it's to the point where it cannot be waived. So, there has to be the 72-hour period of review. Of which all those little minions of the aides will have to read for the Congress people. And then give them the cliff notes. Right, exactly. Here's a, <laughs> here's a one-pager. <laughs> um, there's also something about amendments to appropriation bills. Uh, the conservative rule package agreement includes a restoration of the Holman rule, allowing for amendments to appropriation bills. This allows floor, this allows for floor votes on amendments that would reduce the salary or fire specific federal employees or cut a specific program. A floor amendment vote has not taken place since 2016. Votes amending appropriation bills could reduce programs and um, effectively down to a dollar, which effectively defunds them. Great, great, great idea. So here we are. We knew this was going to happen. The blessing is that the Senate is still primarily Democratic. But um, here you go. Here, here, this is what you wanted, America. And uh, Speaker McCarthy got elected. And they said they were going to fight inflation. And they're going to fight inflation. But the first thing that you want to do is bring forth an abortion bill. Mm -hmm. Yes, because abortion equals inflation. Okay. I'm over, y'all. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. Well, people with a brain knew that was going to happen, that they would pivot as soon as they got there. Now, some Republicans, the measure did pass, but some Republicans are concerned that this may impact their 2024 chances because they're not taking full control in 2022 was because of their stance on abortion. Well, yeah, a lot of them had to change their campaigns because they were running on abortion, and that was a very unpopular thing to run on. Yeah, but they, I mean, they passed it. They they passed the abortion thing. So, you know, more taking away rights of people, because that's what we do in this country. And I know if people listen to us from other countries that might not be as, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I guess established, I don't know. Politically inclined? I don't I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Okay. But like people see America and it's like free. There's freedom. You could whatever. But it's like to what extent is the freedoms? Because what we've been seeing lately is just freedoms being removed. Unless you fit one singular color, one singular religious belief and follow one singular presidential candidate. Or gender. Or gender. It's just, it all comes in a big circle for me. Like abortion, LGBTQ rights, trans rights. rights Women's rights. Women's rights. Rights for people of color. Like it just all comes down to 
This is how they start. This is how they start. They fought Roe versus Wade. They got the conservative Republican. I'm sorry. They got the conservative uh, judges on there because, you know, they're not party affiliated. They got the conservative uh, people on the Supreme Court and they got rid of Roe versus Wade. And here is this is where the big boulder from the top starts to fall and turns into a big snowball and eventually crashes. That's what's kind of rolling down the mountain right now here in America. Mm. What? I don't have anything. I don't have anything for you. I don't have anything for the Republicans. I don't have anything for anybody. Like, this is who they are. When they tell you who they are and when they show you who they are, you believe them. Believe that's a quote by Maya Angelou. But the Republicans have been on the same song and dance since I can remember paying attention to politics. So nothing has changed. Nothing will change. It'll be two years of bullshit. And then we'll vote again. Yes. And hopefully, hopefully blue. Hopefully. Even though Papa Biden's in trouble now, too. In trouble, that's loose. I mean, yes, they are forthcoming. They found them. They reported it. They went through the channels, unlike Trump, who had the documents, knew he had the documents. If you don't know, you're living under a rock. You're not here in the U.S. Uh, They found some uh, documents in Biden's garage and his former office as vice president. Uh, that were marked as, um, what's the word? Classified. Classified. (laughs) And um, so kind of like the Trump thing, the difference is that the Biden team immediately reported that to the archives, and now he's going through that. Now there's a special counsel being blah, blah, blah. I love you, Papa Biden, but I need you to go. We need to put somebody else in to run in 2024. That's just me. That's just my opinion. But we need a fresh start for 2024. If... We're going to counteract the MAGA-ness that's coming. I mean, that's all fine and easily said. But, like, if we don't have someone that comes out and stands out from the crowd, it's going to be really tough. Especially if, well, we already know Trump said he's running. But especially if DeSantis also decides to throw his hat in the ring, which we all assume he is going to. It's just a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. All right. What else we got? Well, we could use Hamilton to like quote things. This whole <laughs> fucking podcast. But yeah, I mean, those are the things they're doing. They're, they're putting a term limit vote, which I do agree on. A floor vote to establish term limits for all House members. I agree with that. Uh, we've been saying that for years. I'm surprised the conservatives wanted that. Um, they're doing a southern border security plan, which is being organized by the Texas federal de- delegation. Don't know who the fuck they are. Um, but why does Texas get to tell everybody else how to ha- handle the border? But that's beyond me. Um, and there's a couple of other things that are coming down the pipe that he had to concede. Some of the bills, if, if there's any spending or borrowing that's going to be done, um, it may include cuts to Social Security and Medicare. So um, probably by the time you and I retire, none of those will be existent, probably. Or the age to retire will be like 85. Yeah, I think I forgot which Republican um, wanted to raise the age, I believe, to 75 for uh, retirement, which is... I don't know if it was him, but the gentleman from South Carolina, I think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot his name. He's an asshole. He's been there for a while. He he was with Trump, wasn't with Trump, then went back to Trump. It's whatever. I, I actually listened to his speech, and he was like, I'm well off, or something along those lines. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course you're fucking well off, you stupid shit. He was talking about, I have a congressional retirement plan. I have a military. I'm just like, oh, how fucking nice, bitch. Yeah, but other people in this country that actually work. Lindsey Graham. And, uh, Sorry. My bad. No, that's fine. I, I, when you said South Carolina, that's who came to my mind. But I was like, you listened to a Lindsey Graham speech? I feel like I haven't seen Lindsey Graham in forever. But anyway, that's besides the point. There are people out here that are working, you know, one to two jobs just to make ends meet who don't have a retirement plan and will need to continue to work. Or we're looking forward to retiring at 65 and collecting Social Security. And they may not be able to do that. Right. And we're, we're just going to have another problem with homeless people, with mental illness. Like, 
There's a lot of factors to this, and they just, they don't get it. Right, like, I get the national debt. I get it. It's been here, it will be here, it will never go away. Let's just settle with that, that it's just, it's just going to be there. But to sit there and say that you're going to cut essential benefits from people who are on their end part of their life, now it's like they're going to have to face the decision of, do I find another job at the local Target, or do I try to live off of this little bit of Social Security that I'm getting and this shitty-ass insurance? Because that's what they always turn to. And I'm just like, people are paying into this every paycheck. And you're making it so much harder for them to obtain that benefit. Yeah. Lindsey Graham was like, oh, people are living longer. I'm like, who gives a shit? You, when you are like on that prime of your life, 60-ish or above, you should be able to enjoy the last bits of your life. And honestly, you can't do the jobs that you used to do for the most part. I don't know. My body's already fucked up. I can't imagine what I'm going to be like at 60 years old. <laughs> and usually these people have to find jobs that are more in the fast food industry, theme parks. These aren't easy jobs. No. And they're long hours. It's just like, I just when I look at people and they talk like that, I'm like, you really are so out of touch with the people that you're elected by. And people keep electing them. That's the funny part. But I don't, I don't have words anymore. We'll see what this two-year roller coaster does for us. Uh, I mean, anything that's passed in the House will probably die in the Senate. So I don't know what, if anything, will pass this year. We'll see. So that's our first issue on the table. All right. So I think that's good on McCarthy and the MAGA Republicans and the craziness. The abortion bills are going through. I think one passed. If it becomes a topic of importance, even though it is, uh, we'll bring it up again. Schumer already said it's going to die in the Senate, so there's no real reason to talk about it. But just know that they're actively working to take your rights away uh, when it comes to receiving abortion care. I'm sure it won't be the last time they talk about abortion or contraception or whatever. Yeah, I vaguely saw somewhere Alabama is now going to prosecute women who take pills for abortions. So that's great. Um, you know, we're a country that wants to tell you what to do with your life. But don't wear a mask. That we're against masks. <laughs> um, so another issue on the table that's come up that we saw uh, is the great state of Wisconsin. Is it a great state? Cheese? I've never been there. Green Bay Packers. That's what y'all know for. <laughs> uh, so cheese and football, cheese and football, yes. Um, and was there Rose from there on the Golden Girls? Rose? Oh no, she was from Minnesota. My bad. Yeah, Minnesota. No. <laughs> um, so the great state of Wisconsin uh, decided that uh, conversion therapy is something that is needed and should be used. Uh, to treat people who are uh, LGBTQIA+. To treat them. There's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, so originally um, the Democrats passed a block on conversion therapy. uh, And then the Republicans gained control. And now the ban has been lifted. So now um, uh, psychiatrists can use or other Uh, mental health professionals, can use conversion therapy as a form of um, treatment uh, for those people who might be questioning uh, if they are or not. Once again, this is what government overreach is. Y'all want to talk about government overreach being wearing a mask, um, being forced to wear a mask in public places or on a plane. No, this is government overreach. You should never be able to try to convert someone to something that they're not. It's just mm-hmm. like trying to convert straight people into gay people. You don't see no conversion therapy for that. So why would you think it's okay to convert a person that is gay or trans or whatever into a cisgendered person? I don't get it. And you bring up a great point. Like, They were so adamant 
that a cloth across your face was an invasion of their lives, but literally using things like conversion therapy, which has been proven to A, not work, B, cause more depression and suicide amongst those people in those treatments. So you rather do that now. Now, I, I know this is just, this is not forcing people to do that, but the fact that it's still a tool that can be used by practitioners is really disgusting to me. I mean, it's not forced to an extent, but there are, there are families where they have a child that may have either come out to them or, you know, they found something on their computer or in their book bag and these ch- children are minors mm-hmm. and their parents can send them away to a conversion therapy camp or something like that where it is forced upon yeah. you. And that does mess with your psyche. Like you're already trying to figure out life and you're already trying to figure out who you are. And then someone comes along and tell you that you're not who you think you are. Right. So it's it's upsetting. And they're also exploring um, limitations or restriction to transgender health care. So, I mean, it's just, again, it's that giant ball that's forming as it's coming down the mountain. I still cannot understand how bitchy, there's no other word to say bitchy, they was about some face covering across their face, yet we are here taking rights from everyone because you don't fit their mold of who you should be. It's it, the masks, the vaccine. No one forced you to take the vaccine. That was your choice. You, I mean, some you, companies did. Well, <laughs> I mean, then you have the choice to leave that company. That's on you. Um, but yeah, just the conversion therapy in itself is, is a falsehood. You can't make someone into something they're not. Most of the time, all you're doing is forcing people to pretend that they're something they're not. These people wind up marrying someone of the opposite gender, having kids or whatever, and then in later on in their life, wind up either, either leaving this person and their children to go be who they really were, or they are on the down low. There's plenty of down low people out here mm-hmm. who are married, have kids, but are too afraid to be themselves in society because society is so judgmental Mm -hmm. and so hurtful towards people that are different. Um, And it makes them go out and seek that acceptance somewhere else. And now you have broken a family, you have hurt different lives, all because you want to try to convert somebody into what you think the perfect individual in this country should be. I mean, I sat and thought about this. I'm like, what is the root cause that brings all of this to light that makes people think conversion therapy works or taking away uh, healthcare for trans people or saying gay people can't get married? And the only thing I can come up with, and I could be wrong, is religion. I mean, religion plays a, a big part in it, and it's what I and I've said this before on the pod, but like we have gotten so far away from what this country was supposed to be, which is a country for everyone, mm-hmm. where you can practice whatever religion it is that you want, free of uh, persecution, because that's what we left fucking England for. Mm-hmm. So you can be Christian, you can be Muslim, you can be a Satan worshiper if you want to, you can believe in a flying unicorn. Whatever it is that you want to believe in, that's fine. But our government should not be ruled by that because there is more than one religion in this country. And it's not Christianity. Christianity is, I don't even know if it's, it's the majority religion here in this country, but the people in power, most of them, Christians, Quotations. you can't see me, but I'm air quoting that. Um, and they will say and do whatever it is to get that Bible thumping vote. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about, really. It's, it's, it's all about a graph of power, maintaining power, keeping power. Yeah. So, I mean, and I agree with you. Like, I know I knock on religion here a lot, but it's like, 
If you want to believe in what you want to believe in, believe it. Don't care. I don't care what you do with your life, as long as you're not hurting other people in the process to that. Like, if you want to believe in unicorns, like you said, believe in unicorns. If you want to worship a teddy bear, worship a teddy bear. I don't give a fuck. But let's stop creating this mold that all of us, millions of people that live in this country need to follow that same mold. I don't know where to turn anymore. When every day is something new. Don't know where to turn anymore. I, there, there is no where to turn. <laughs> it's like America, the melting pot. Yes, people still see us as a great country, and that's great. But once you get here, it may be a bit better than where you were at from a you know, war-stricken country. But don't think you're coming here to live that picket f- white picket fence, uh, beautiful world. Because it's not going to be like that unless you fit their mold. Yeah. Well, that has been the issue on the table for this week. Issues. That's more than one. Um, In the spirit of continuing our new format for our podcast, uh, Sean and I have also decided that our next ongoing, wait, what did you say? Ongoing topic no segment segment our ongoing segment will be manny and sean's corner cute music there or something i'm sure i can find some cute great (laughs) who wants to go first with the manny and sean corner i need to sip of this margarita again keep Um, going so am i going first then i guess so hey y'all it's sean's corner And then you laugh at it. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, I wasn't ready for the way you said that. Okay. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here. So I was going to talk about George Santos, but I oh, felt like God. this podcast Lying was, ass motherfucker. We already had a lot of political talk and I, never mind. Um, you know who he is. You know, he's a liar. That's all that needs to be said. And apparently Brazil wants his head. So there's that. Oh, and McCarthy said that everyone lies. So it's okay. Yeah, that's he did say that. Oh my God. I hate it here. Um so this week I had a therapy session with my therapist. And it's been about a month since I've had one. And it's the first one of the year. So what I wanted to talk about today was setting expectations and living in the present. Um, It's something that we've talked about before and it's something that I've been working on. And I just want to make this as clear and helpful for people that are, you know, setting New Year's resolutions um, or setting goals for the year. I want you to remember that you have to live in the present. There's a lot of times um, when, you know, we'll focus on the past. We'll focus on things that we could have done, uh, things that we wanted to do. Now we're a bit older or time has gone on and you have kind of put those things to the wayside or on the back burner because, you know, we all got jobs. We all got bills to pay. We have animals. Some of y'all got kids. Life is beating you at every turn. And so is our Congress. And so is our Congress. Um, But I, I had a tendency to focus a lot on my future. I had a tendency to focus a lot on my past. And I know myself. And there were times, there were a lot of times that I used to procrastinate, as I'm sure a lot of you do. Um, But it's my number one trait. Procrastination. Mm -hmm. Living. It's probably not number one, but it's something. (laughs) (laughs) But talking to my therapist, we talked about living in the present and, you know, controlling the things that you can control and just stop being so focused on the future because the future hasn't happened yet. And the future is not promised to you. You're living in the present. You're living in this moment. It's all about being grateful for what you have. It's about being thankful for where you are and not being so hard on yourself 
I used to beat myself up a lot because there are things that I know that I wanted to start and I would sometimes start them and stop them. Procrastination again. But I've learned to be in the present. I've learned to take things as they come, um, give myself a little bit of grace, but also not put things off. If there's something that I want to do, a lot of times I will let fear hold me back on doing those things. And I've changed my mindset on that. Like this podcast. Like this podcast. We have talked about doing a podcast or YouTube channel forever. And we, we we did try our hand at YouTube. We did. For a bit. Um, it was a lot more work than we thought. Um, but it it is something that I think we are now integrating into this podcast, which, you know, doesn't necessarily f- fulfill what we had envisioned, but it's okay for your vision to change as well. You have to learn from things, you have to grow from things, and those things make you into a better person. So for my corner, I just want to tell you, you know, if you have set a, a resolution, if you have set a goal for the year, don't beat yourself up. You know, if you don't necessarily meet them or if you haven't really started them yet or if you started and stopped already, um, I just want you to live in the present. Be mindful of yourself. Uh, this is more of a mental health tip, but, you know, you got to take care of yourself. We, we mm-hmm. say it here at the end of the pod all the time um, to do something good for yourself and for someone else. So I want to make sure that you take the time for 2023 and whatever it is, live in the moment, enjoy the things that you have in this moment, be grateful for those things and treat yourself well, live in the present. This has been Sean's Corner. That was so good thank you so personal mine's like trashy these these (laughs) these corners can be whatever we want them to be so mine might be trashy next week don't but you said um you said set expectations did i hear that right wait what did you say at the beginning it's about really it's about being present and being in the moment i mean if you you can set expectations for yourselves or you can set goals, but like it's more about you'll get to them. Don't, don't, don't rush things. Don't, don't, I don't, I'm trying. I, I get what you're saying. Say. I was, there was a piece that you said about if things like we were talking about our, the YouTube and how it didn't fulfill what we were, we ended up doing the podcast, right. which but I think we talked about in the holiday mental health tips as well was like, know that things will change yeah. and you need to go with that. And sometimes, like you said, your goals will change, but it's probably, it might be for the better. Like, I think we have a good thing with the podcast and I think we all need to be nimble to know that we try to chart a map of where we want to go, but sometimes we have to take a detour or adjust our our road to that. And it may be for good reasons. I think it's a great reason that YouTube was like, holy shit, this is like a full-time job. (laughs) (laughs) And the podcast has just been something where we can actually, I feel is, is a stronger suit to us. So it is. And like I said, we have incorporated YouTube and we plan on doing more things on YouTube, Mm -hmm. not just putting up the episodes, but also doing little vlogs and things like we're going on this cruise so like i plan on getting footage from the cruise and maybe doing a little mini vlog series we'll see how that works out no promises no promises but yeah i just want people to you know don't don't be so hard on yourself if things don't work out the the way that you think they should work out Mm -hmm. and don't worry so much about your future like the future will be what it is. I used to think that I needed to be at a certain salary. I need to have a certain car or I need to be in a certain place in life at a certain age. But that doesn't always work out for people. Life changes and you never know where you will end up. I never thought that I would be in the place that I am right now when I was younger at this age. But, you know, I'm grateful for all the things that I have and all the people that are in my life. So well, I'm thankful oh my God. for the blessings. How did okay, I know? Sorry. 
If you don't know me, I'm very musically inclined. <laughs> I love music. Um, so does Sean. But he hates it when I sing, y'all. I do hate when he sings. Um, only I can sing. Uh, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, they, them, him, her, all inclusive here. Welcome to Manny's Corner. Today I'm going to talk to you about Bad Bunny. <laughs> oh yes, it's been a while since I've talked about Bad Bunny. And, it, you know, I, he's my favorite. So I got to give you a little bit. He's been in the news. So I think it's okay to talk about Bad Bunny in my corner. Again, you can talk about whatever you want to in your corner. <laughs> um, so if you don't know, Bad Bunny was in Dominican Republic over the holiday season. And um, he was just living his life. He just finished a billion dollar tour. Um, and he was enjoying the holidays and he was walking, I think he was walking to or walking out of a club and fans were definitely, um, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, Sean was making a face. Um, (laughs) so he's, fans were trying to get a picture. Obviously everybody wants a fucking picture of Bad Bunny. I mean, shit, I would want one too, but I know better than to disrespect somebody. As somebody who doesn't like people in their fucking face, I can sympathize with Bad Bunny. So if you haven't seen the video, it's circulating on social. Uh, Bad Bunny's walking. His security is there, but Bad Bunny doesn't have a circle when it comes to his security. It's very much like he wants to somewhat still have that freedom that he's not. Approachable. Hot, right. The hottest streamed artist in the, in the world last year. Uh so apparently some fans decided to like cut the security line get before they got got in front of him and then as he approached tried to take a picture as he's walking. So Bad Bunny takes the phone and throws it into the water. Now, Bad Bunny apparently has been canceled uh because of the these actions. And you know, I started thinking about it and yes, I don't think a phone should have been thrown in the water. Like that person, you know, might not have the means to buy another phone or whatnot. But I look at it from a disrespectful standpoint and it's just plain disrespectful. Like Bad Bunny has said it plenty of times. If you approach me and you have a dialogue with me, I'm going to honor that dialogue. And chances are you'll get a photo or an autograph. Plain and simple. He's told us this. But these people decided to just invade his space when he's going somewhere or doing something. Not only that, but then put their phone in his face. And that to me is a complete lack of respect. And I know some people will say, oh, he's a celebrity. He should be used to it. He should. No, nobody should be disrespected in that way. I still remember the time I was eating dinner somewhere. Forgot where it was. And some drunk bitch came up to me and started putting her finger in my face. And I warned her nicely the first time. The second time, I scattered her arm away from me. And people kind of looked at me and because she was a female. And I didn't give a shit because you're invading my space. You're in my bubble. I didn't ask you to come here. I didn't ask you to touch my face. I didn't ask you to put your nasty ass fingers in my face. I don't know where your fingers have been. I don't know if you washed them after you went to the bathroom. I don't know you. There's a lot of things, right? So when I think about the situation, I don't condone the act of throwing the phone into the water. Um, But I also think we all need to understand that these celebrities, regardless of who they are, are normal people, just like you and I. They just happen to have a talent and people have gravitated to that talent and they have become famous. I think we should respect everyone's space, regardless of who they are. And don't assume because somebody's a celebrity that they owe you anything. They don't owe you that picture. I'm sorry. They don't owe it to you. Um, Especially with somebody so approachable as Bad Bunny. Like, approach him right, and you won't get disrespected. Because he said, the person who comes up to me to say hello, to tell me something, or just meet me, meet with me, will always receive my attention and respect. Those who come to put a phone in my face, I will consider it for what it is, a lack of disrespect, and I will treat it like one. And then he said, I don't give a fuck. 
uh, hashtag, I don't give <laughs> So, I mean, I'm just like, I agree with you. You disrespected the man. I, I, I ask anybody to put yourself in that. What would you, what, I know you probably wouldn't throw the phone, but wouldn't you at least, you wouldn't just let that happen. Well, no. And I, I mean, I haven't seen the video, so I don't know if it was like he just took the phone and threw it in the water or there happened to be water nearby and he just flung the phone. He flung it. There just happened to be a lake there. Okay. So it wasn't <laughs> like he purposely threw it in the water then. So to me, that was just like, get that out of my face because I don't know what it is. Or like you said, you're disrespecting me. These are human beings. They... People put celebrities on a different platform or a different level, but at the end of the day, they are human just like you are. And just because they are well-known and a lot of people know them from their celebrity status, that's still a person, a person that could be having an off day, a person that could be going through something and doesn't at that time want someone to be this close to their face with a phone in it yelling and screaming right when like you said he seems to be very approachable to where you can just come up to him and say hey love your music whatever do you mind if we take a picture and that's another thing people get real disrespectful when celebrities don't want to take a picture like justin um not timberlake the other justin justin bieber uh, a fan did that to him like and he told him he's like i don't really want to take a picture right now and that's their right right that that is completely their right. If you want to take a picture from afar of them and be like, "Hey, I, I got a picture," just what well, by all means do so. But if that person that day for whatever reason doesn't feel like taking a picture with you, then that's their right to do so. Right. It's like if, if I approached Bad Bunny and he didn't let me take a picture, I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset about it. I'd be like, "Fuck, I got to meet Bad Bunny still." Like, and I know people want the picture for clout. They want to post it on social and say, look who I met, blah, blah, blah. And those are the wrong reasons to want to approach your artist. Like, tell them how much you appreciate them and enjoy their music. And chances are you're probably going to get what you want, which is a picture. <laughs> that is what I have always said. If I got the chance to meet Janet, like, I would just be so thankful for and tell her I'm just thankful for the music that you've given us. I'm thankful that you came back after you had your child because you didn't have to do mm-hmm. it. You could have just gone off to London with your baby and just been there forever and we never heard a peep from you ever again and just tell her how grateful I am for all that she's given us. And I'd be I'd be so satisfied. I would too. Like yes, deep down I'd be like damn, I didn't get a picture, but Inside, like that's a memory I will carry forever. Like right. I fucking met Bad Bunny, and I he talked to me, <laughs> and that's what that moment should be about, right? So I just I get the phone thing should the phone should not have been thrown, regardless. But we need to start respecting people. It comes out America. We have lost the respect of individuality. We have lost respect of our own spaces. And it just comes down to that. Like, let's respect each and every one of us the way we are, who we are. And I think we would all live in a much happier world. At least here in America, it would be a lot better. Agreed. Like, let's let's stop it. Like, if you want Bad Bunny to become the artist that some people are, which are covered by security, they literally get dropped off at a door. And they go like this, they're blocking their face so you can't see them. Jennifer Lopez, I love her to death. She is one that does that. She is not about going out too much into fanship. Christina Aguilera, same shit. So let's not make the artists we love do that. I still think about Janet. The one time we saw her leave here in Tampa, the concert, she met and greeted the fans that were there waiting. And as she was driving away, we did not expect this, we were in a parking space across from where she was exiting, she rolls down the winter. She sticks half of her body out the car. <laughs> and I'm like, I wanted to have recorded that moment, but we didn't. I mean, it was a spontaneous right. moment. But so we like, lived in that moment. And that was, I'll, I always tell people that moment. Yeah. And I've, I don't know if I've said it on the pod before. Sean's probably tired of me repeating it, but it's, it's a moment I'll always remember. I'm not a huge Janet fan like he is, but 
I'm like, damn, that was special. Like, who else would fucking do that? And the fact that she came, she came out the back where the artists leave, and there were fans there waiting for her. It wasn't like these fans pay a thousand dollars for a mm-hmm. meet and greet with her. Um, somebody had a baby. She held the baby. Yeah. Um, she did take pictures with people, and when it was time for her to go, she left. Right. So all I gotta say, if you need to cancel Bad Bunny because. Of this incident, by all means, that's your prerogative. Maybe my tickets will be cheaper next time. I can get his shoes again. (laughs) Um, But, like, put yourself in these people's shoes. Like, they're human just like us. We should respect their boundaries and approach them with kindness. And, like, I wouldn't just go up to somebody I see on the street and try to take a picture with them. Like, let's treat each other like how we want to be treated. And that... It's Manny's Corner. Yay. Thank you so much. Thunderous applause. Thank you so much. Well, peeps, pod fam, we are approaching the end of this episode. We hope you have enjoyed our new format. Had a lot to talk about in the <laughs> issue on the table. Yes, that was a lot of political talk. Right. But, I mean... It's newsworthy. That's why it was the issue on the table. <laughs> I mean, and it happened all after we recorded the last episode. Yeah, that's true. Because we recorded we recorded on a Monday, and everything happened that week. The yeah. vote, the abortion thing, whatever. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you once again for joining us with us. Uh, as we always say, please uh, don't forget to follow us on social Yes, you can follow us on Instagram at Moss underscore podcast. And then you can follow us either on Twitter or TikTok, Moss underscore podcast 22. Yep. And you can email us at Manny and Sean at gmail.com. That's M-A-N-N-Y-A-N-D-S-H-A-W-N. And don't forget, we have our YouTube if you want to follow along. It's youtube.com backslash the at symbol Moss Podcast. And you can follow along there. Or if you want to listen to it there better than a streaming service, you can do that as well. Oh, and you know, be on the lookout because there may be other things that pop up on the YouTube. Yeah. So subscribe and ring that notification bell. Ding, ding. Um, mm. anything, anything you're looking forward to or something positive? I, I kind of know the answer to that. So. Um, vacation. Yeah. So vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we hope to bring you a good review on Virgin Voyages for those of you looking to experience an adult only cruise line. Uh, I am 100% stoked for this. Um, and that may take up our whole next episode. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Unless the... Unless the U.S. falls while we're on this cruise, then we may Which have more to talk about. It is a possibility. <laughs> it is. A lot happens in a week. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that'll do it for us this week on the Moss Podcast. We hope you have enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget to follow our podcast on your favorite platform to receive alerts when our new episodes are out. Quickest way to find us on those uh, services is by typing Manny, M-A-N-N-Y, the word and Sean S-H-A-W-N uh, and you, we'll come right up uh, you type Moss Podcast you're going to have to go through a lot of them yeah and don't forget to rate and write a review on whichever platform you own which will help our pod grow yeah, please do send us a message if you do it with a copy that you wrote a review <laughs> and we may have a little surprise for you ooh and as we always say here on the mass podcast, mass, do something good for yourself and then do something good for someone else. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited for my birthday cruise. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Take it in Spanish. Feliz cumpleaños, feliz cumpleaños, feliz cumpleaños a ti. Oh, that was great. That was really good. You're welcome. I enjoyed that. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> Y'all, please go check out these Cayman margaritas. That's all I got to say to you. Anyways, we will catch you on the next one. Follow our social. 
so you can follow our Virgin Voyages experience. Yes. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us. We can't wait to have you in your ears. Wait. We can't wait to be in your ears. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> we can't wait to have you in our ears. I mean. No, no, not doing that. We go, we're okay. going, we're leaving, we're out. Goodbye, y'all. All right, y'all. Have a great week ahead. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. If you want to hear your girl